Discover your real estate career with Joe Lenz and Stephanie Gordon. For this episode of our podcast, we're going to share an interview we did with Mike Meadler, the president and CEO of Century 21. This was originally recorded on Facebook Live on June 15, 2020, during the COVID-19 pandemic, just after restrictions were lifted or starting to be lifted. We talk about what's going on with our local, national, and global real estate markets during the pandemic. Mike provides some valuable insight. Give it a listen. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our community updates. I think this is like our ninth one uh, so far. We've had some great speakers in the past, but today we are extremely excited and honored to have Mr. Mike Needler, President and CEO of Century 21, in the house with us today. Technically, he's in New Jersey, but you know, he's in the house. Um, so welcome, Mike. Just a quick background. Mike is has been with the Century 21 system for over 20 years. Um, prior to becoming president and CEO, he was director of, of growth, right, Mike? Yes, that's right, Steph. Okay. And he actually was named our president and CEO last January in 2019 and has just not stopped since. Um, a little bit about the company. Century 21 has been around for a very long time. I personally grew up in the brand. Um, we are in over 80 countries worldwide with over 135,000 agents. So we are a force to be reckoned with. So Mike, oh, one last thing. If anybody has any questions for Mike or for Joe in regards to the real estate market, what's going on, is now a good time to buy? Leave those in the chat um, on uh, Facebook and we'll do our best to answer them as we go. So Mike, welcome aboard, my friend. Thank you, Steph. Appreciate uh, having this virtual opportunity. You know, it feels like just yesterday that I was in Fullerton with you guys live right there at your beautiful office, um, right almost in, in uh, it doesn't get any more like epicenter of Fullerton than where you guys are at. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be able to be here virtually with you guys today. Thank well, you. Thanks, Mike. Happy to have you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I think, you know, just to answer your question real quickly, I think now is absolutely a great time to buy. And let me tell you what I, uh, I am hearing, not just, you know, across this country, but around the world. Right. And I, the reason I say it's a great time to buy is because I think we're in the process, uh, a generational change in what real estate means to people, what it means to families, what it means to, uh, you know, the American dream, right? Um, so I kind of joke around, I'm, I'm in my basement, I'm coming to you live from New Jersey, where I, I told you guys earlier, we actually have Southern California weather, which is fantastic. So I'm all smiles today. But, you know, I'm here in my basement, which is now my home office, right? In the last 90 days, my basement has become my home office, my house has become the place where I work, literally kind of uh, 30 feet away here, I have my treadmill and my Peloton. So it's also become my gym. About 15 feet away, I have my table where I sit and eat lunch. It's become my cafeteria. Upstairs, my kids are being homeschooled. So it's become our school. And I think real estate is changing for everybody. You know, Steph, you and I were just joking around about, uh, you know, welcome to the agrihood. There's so many people who are moving out to the country, to agricultural spaces. They're rethinking what they want out of their homes and what it means to be home. 
a lot more than it used to be. And so, you know, there's a lot of folks out there exploring the real estate industry. And I think, you know, no better time to look at the market than right now. So, you know, obviously with a lot of what's happened from a health perspective and, and the COVID uh, incident that we've been in in about uh, for the last 90 days or so here, you know, a lot has changed and it changes rapidly. So I'll just kind of give you a quick um, kind of overview of what the market was like at the end of April. And these stats are due to come out again at uh, the beginning of next week. But NAR basically said that April year over year was down about 17% from a unit's perspective. But you got to remember that April was literally like ground zero for everything happening from an overall kind of economic perspective, real estate industry perspective, and, and health, health issue perspective. Yet at the same time, you had prices that were up for 98 straight months across this country at about 7.4% up year over year. And the, our biggest issue as a real estate industry right now is inventory, right? Um, people right now, and I think you're going to cover this in a little bit, is people right now want to know, can I sell my home safely? And all of our great real estate professionals out there, are following very strict rules and guidelines and codes. And I think you're going to touch upon that for the community here on what you guys are specifically doing. One, to allow people to sell their home safely or to even buy safely, to, to look online. And it's interesting because, you know, what we used to use in the real estate world, open houses, NAR just reported that open house activity was down 54% from last year. Well, obviously so. People don't want to be traipsing in and out of houses you know, and, and putting themselves at risk. But as a real estate industry, we have changed. We're, we're changing the way that we show homes, the way that we're using technology, the way that we're interfacing with our customers in order to engage and make the entire process safe. So I'm going to give you guys just a couple of quick points of what I heard. And NAR, as you guys know, from a national perspective, is now tracking this literally on a weekly basis. So for the weekended June 7th, okay, Pendings over the past four weeks, as of June 7th, rose 30 basis points for the first time in nearly two months. There's now been an incline in year over year pendings, which is excellent news. And I think it's because when we went into this health crisis, we saw all this pent up demand. We saw pent up demand in our category overall. We saw 90 million millennials who are now starting families, you know, having kids, looking for places to raise their, their, their newborns and getting into the real estate market. So uh, I'm not sure if you knew this, but in April, 36% of our buyers were first-time home buyers. That's up from 32% a year ago. Let me tell you something else. New listings. New listings were only down 15%. Again, I said we have an inventory problem. We've had an inventory problem across this country for quite some time. But at the end of April, listings were down 41% on a year-over-year -year basis. People are now getting back out there. We're moving in the right direction. We've employed a lot of safety measures as a real estate community, and things are safe again out there from the way that we're taking care of our clients and we're starting to move in the right direction. Nationally, existing home sale prices, again, have been continuing to rise and that's good news. But on the other end of it, guys, is that there is absolutely more purchasing power in our home buyers' pockets because of where mortgage rates are today. And I know that they can talk to you or any of the professionals at Century 21 Discovery about how much more buying power they have because of where rates are at today. And I think it's a Again, a generational opportunity to buy a home 
where rates are at and what you can afford from an affordability perspective. So uh, one of the other things is if you are serious and the, the buyers and sellers that are out there right now are serious about the market, things are moving fast. So homes are literally on the market for about 31 days and bam, are gone. I'm hearing stories across the country in some of our hotter markets across the Midwest. I'm sure you guys are seeing in Southern California as well. Literally a home will come on proper on, on market and have multiple offers over a weekend and be gone on Monday or Tuesday morning. So, you know, the folks who are out there right now are serious. There is so much pent up demand that this market is going to continue to move. And I I think the economy in general, from everything that I've heard, and the Fed put out some interesting uh, stats this morning about where the market's headed in their eyes and in their view. And I think we're we're on our way to what NAR would refer to as a absolutely V-shaped recovery. Right. And you know what what I'm hearing, Joe, as well, and I think you guys have seen this is that. Markets like Pennsylvania and Michigan, where they went really hard into this and they consider real estate non-essential, as they come out and markets are opening up, houses are going on the market, like literally coming and going just that fast. Um, so it's been fun to watch. It's an interesting dynamic. Um, but again, I, if you don't know, real estate is basically about 20% of the GDP in the US. And we are responsible for not just economic activity that happens around a real estate sale, but we're also the drivers in the community for all things business. And that's why I'm so proud to be in this industry and part of the Century 21 brand. And Steph, like you, you grew up in the Century 21 brand. I always say to people, I've learned business from the Century 21 brand, but you, you've literally grown up in it. Yes, I have. Happily so. Happily so. Happily so. Um, so, where where do you see you talked about the v-shape which i think um everybody that i'm talking to both on a national level and a state level agree with that do you think um there's going to be i you know i, I know the california association of realtors has adjusted their projection for 20 what year are we in 2020 2020, 2020 <laughs> but you know, they've also adjusted it almost on a week by week week basis and it's nowhere near as drastic as they had initially thought coming into this pandemic that we're in now. Exactly right. And I, I think, you know, that was the scary part, Steph, is that, you know, there there was uncertainty around this. And we didn't know, you know, we as a real estate and, and literally, you know, the economy in 2008 to 2012, when we went through that big global recession, it lasted a long time and it hit our business really, really hard. And a lot of our real estate professionals who have been through these cycles, like Joe, like you, who've seen this happen before, everybody said, oh my God, what is going to happen here? I think, you know, NAR has done a phenomenal job in helping politic and lobby on the Hill to get the CARES and the PPP Act installed for 1099 professionals in the real estate community. And I think, you know, our government's done a lot of great things to basically kind of keep the economy moving forward. But to your point, you know, th this, this, we as a real estate business went in with very, very strong fundamentals. I think a lot of people were ready to have the best year that they've had in decades. And, you know, that, that still remains true. I say this all the time, that as long as having a roof over your head is in style and in vogue, 
that our business is absolutely going to see the fruits of that because, you know, let's face it, we're the place where people have, you know, some of their, they're raising families, they're making, you know, memories that'll last a lifetime. I mean, it's, it's everything starts and ends with a home. And I think shelter is so important to people right now. And that's why my opening comments were, look, you know, as people rethink how they work and go to school and eat and, you know, raise goats at their own homes, what they want out of their properties, right? So, um, you know, I, I think we're in a really great space. And again, don't, don't forget how much economic activity we move in the local community based on what we're doing by delivering that dream of home ownership every day. And, so, you know, if I, um, let me, I'm sorry, let me chime in on that, Mike. And I agree with everything you've said. And what we're seeing out here is a lot of multiple offers, like you mentioned earlier. But what's also coming back in is the escalation clause to where, you know, a buyers are saying, I'm willing to pay $1,000 more than your highest and best offer up to a maximum of X. Um, so there's a lot of that going on. But I also think that right now um, is your A team is in there as far as buyers and sellers. I mean, these are the folks that aren't testing the water. They're not doing any of that. They are serious, motivated, and ready to go um, more than anything. And then what you said earlier about the real estate community, you know, and I was at awe with our education system, being able to pivot as, as well as they did to go from in-classroom learning to online almost immediately. Um, but what's really um, cool is that the real estate industry has done the same. Um, our ability to pivot as, as really, um, I'm blown away by that uh, with an industry that reluctant to change a lot. Well, I, I was going to say, you know, you make a great point. I, I love the school uh, system analogy because, you know, if you really think about it from a technology standpoint, um, you know, whether it's real estate or government and schools, I mean, we're, we're always like kind of last behind the curve and slowest to catch up. And I think it's absolutely moved our industry and even education forward probably light years in forcing yeah. us outside of our comfort zone. But to your point, the way that we've stepped up and adapted as as real estate professionals, but even the governments and all of the surrounding ancillary businesses that have to be part of this transaction, which again, we as the real estate professional, the one at the center of it, who has to kind of, you know, uh, coach it and move it all along and is responsible for each part of that process. We've really done a great job in kind of moving things forward. And I, I think, you know, a lot of that, Joe, is here to stay and is going to be even better for the consumer moving forward in that consumer experience. Absolutely. And you're, you know, like, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say the one other thing, Steph, is, you know, I, I, I always say this and I don't, as you said earlier, we're in 84 countries, right? And we've seen a lot of, whether it's markets here in the U.S. or around the globe who have gone into this in a different way, who have who've felt, uh, you know, COVID in, in different ways, like China, as an example, who was one of the first or, or the first country into this. You know, they, in the end of March, saw their top 10 cities come back to the same volume amounts that they saw in November before they went in. So again, I think real estate is extremely resilient and shelter is so important to the human being, no matter where you live, that will always continue to be, you know, lifting the economy out of any pandemic or, or economic disaster or anything else that happens. And so, you know, I think we're in a good spot. And uh, as Joe mentioned earlier, uh, the people in it are not, kicking tires. They're serious about buying and selling. So we've got to be really serious about how we service those folks. 
So let's point. talk about service. You have taken um, our, our brand and totally made it about the customer experience. I would say before, because that is such a buzzword right now, before it became a buzzword. Um, so what does that mean to you? What does a good, solid customer experience mean, mean to you? And how can we get our agents to step it up to make sure we're providing that to the clients? Yeah, it's a great question. So first and foremost, I, I appreciate you saying that because we have been talking about the consumer experience as a brand for years. I mean, Joe will tell you this, but we for 20 plus years have been the first real estate company to actually measure our quality service to our consumers, right? For 20 plus years, we've had the quality service awards, which you guys are very familiar with. I'm sure there's a bunch hanging around your office right now, but we know for a fact that the real estate professionals and the real estate companies who are intentional about the service they provide and score 90% or higher do double the amount of business that everybody else does. And I think it kind of gives you a runway in this business, right? I think real estate professionals, innate in all of us is the fact that we care about people. But when you service your client to a high degree, you're the one who's going to continue to get repeat and referral business and it just shows. And we have so many extraordinary stories. I've heard so many great stories from some of the agents that you guys have and what they actually do for the client, right? I think what consumers fail to remember is that, you know, from the time that we make an offer through the actual handing over of the keys, there's like a hundred to 180 different steps in that process. And whether it's dealing with the mortgage company or the appraiser or the attorneys or the title company or anything else in between, it's our job as real estate professionals to really be the one who pulls that all together to make sure that experience goes the right way. And I think, you know, we as a real estate or we as an American public, you know, we, we are willing to pay more for a product or a service as long as the experience is there. In fact, they say 73% of consumers can care more about their experience than they actually do about the price. And, you know, I think you guys can all equate that to whether it's a restaurant uh, or, or, you know, going on an airline or a visit to a hotel. I think we all feel the same exact way. Definitely. Um, so for the last uh, basically three months, you know, we've been – you know, obviously stepping up our education as has Century 21, as has our local association, the level of engagement is through the roof, which is fantastic. Um, but as we return to opening up and California's lifting and we're moving through the stages that is required for us to go back, not go back to normal, but go into the new normal, um, what advice do you have to agents that um, as they're moving back in and maybe they, maybe you know, they struggled during the last few months with getting their business up and running. What advice do you have to those agents to get back in the game with their head on straight? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I always say three things, right? I think first and foremost is your attitude and just your mental clarity as a person, right? I think that every single day you've got to, you know, wake up and approach this business knowing what drives you about where you're at, right? And I think a lot of it is serving back our communities and delivering that dream of home ownership. But, but really, in a, like deep down inside, why are you in this business? Why are you getting up and fighting the fight every single day? There's that emotional reason, that emotional connection. And you got to make sure that, you know, you keep that front and center of why you're doing this every single day. But I think to your earlier point, Steph, is that 
Right now, there's a little bit of uncertainty in the market. Uh, the reason NAR and CAR are constantly publishing new ways to do business and all the stats and metrics is because this uncertainty continues to change with not just the consumer, but for the real estate professional. And you've absolutely got to stay up to speed on your skills and your knowledge in this marketplace so that one, you can safely service customer, but two, so you can guide them through this process. And again, knowing where mortgage rates are at right now, knowing what inventory is like, knowing what the local sales prices are like in your local market for every segment of the population. So, you know, I say this all the time, like for the last probably 10 years, the market has been kind of so red hot and the market continued to move forward that like almost anybody could do this business. And even consumers felt like, you know, hey, you know, I know what the market's worth. I followed on, you know, this website or that website, but truly our value as real estate professionals has gone up exponentially because of the amount of skill and knowledge you need to have right now in this market to help navigate it for your consumer and to help deliver on that experience. So I think we've got to constantly stay up to speed right now. And as Joe said earlier, like the cream is, is coming to the top here. It's those agents who are really going out of their way, learning every single day and delivering to their consumer that are really stepping up and doing a great job for their communities. 100%. Or should I say 121%? <laughs> that you should. Okay. Uh, so you touched on a lot about knowing your local stats and knowing what's going on in your market locally. Joe. Yeah. What, tell us kind of what's going on in, in the Orange County Fullerton marketplace uh, as right now. I, th I think that Mike has touched on a lot of what we're talking about, but you know, just to reiterate, the rates are at an all-time low. I don't remember interest rates being this low in my entire life. And then uh, last week, the feds come out and say, you know what, we're not going to raise the rates at all for at least 2020 until 2022, if that. Um, so there's a major commitment on on their level uh, to keep rates low, which is just amazing. And for guys like me, you know, it's free money, uh, you know, to be able to go out and, and purchase a home. I also think that uh, COVID gave a lot of people that are sitting in, um, you know, in their rentals and they're renting and they're thinking about, you know, gosh, am I sharing a ventilation system with my neighbor? You know, is that, you know, how's that working out? And, you know, I think we would be better off if we did have our own own home and uh, or condominium or townhome or something of that nature. Uh, so I think that I think that is driving the market as well. But if you look at um, all properties in the area where Pacific West Association of Realtors manages, which is portions of LA County, most of Orange County, um, you know, we've got, uh, there's, a, there's a change of pending sales um, year to date, we're off about 30%. Um, but closed sales, if you look at year to date, are down 15% in, in those areas. The amazing thing that you wanna think about is how strong this market was going into COVID. Um, because you know what we're looking at from May, May was off about 50%. Now that's a, that's a dramatic number. But when you look at year to date being at 15% off, that's how strong we were going in and how strong we are coming, coming out of this thing and the results of what May is doing and moving into June, July, August. And really, um, there was a guy out there who said, you know, May is the new January. Um, so we're, we're working on that. Um, median sales prices are up 7% uh, year over year. Um, and uh, average sales price 
is up 5%. So you start looking at that, those points and, and what prices are doing um, that they are, you know, they are going up. And now is a wonderful time for a seller to enter into the market. Um, you know, A, he's not competing with everybody else that decides to go on the market at a later point in time. Um, and uh, like you said, Mike, the, the prices are coming in. And if you look at sales price versus what the list price was, we're operating right now at a 98.4%. So if you sold something for, if you listed something for 100000 it would sell for $98,400. And that's a, that's a high number um, in this market, given any market. Um, so that's what the local market is doing. Go ahead, Steph. I was going to say, you know, and, and both of you have touched on this throughout our um, chat, but I've gotten so many phone calls from just within the last two months from millennial buyers and they they are wondering you know is this a good time to buy and i think both of you have hit it the nail on the head or hit it out of the park whatever you want to say is, is absolutely you know the, between the interest rates and even the pricing and the question that you know when people are trying to interpret the market themselves um and not utilizing and, and relying on their trusted realtor it's um you know, I think, well, I think the market, the prices may go down. I think the market might crash. And there's absolutely zero signs that are pointing to that. All signs are pointing to continuous price um, increases over the next couple of years. So if you're on the fence, let's get in the ball game and, and find a home. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, Joe, God, Joe, sorry. Mike, Mike I got to tell you, you know, Steph and I were talking about this just last week. And, and especially after the Fed made their announcement, I really believe this is the opportunity of a lifetime and a better opportunity that I've ever seen in over 40 years in the business. And for a buyer to be able to capitalize on that, I mean, it's going to be, A, they're going to be bragging about their home ownership for the rest of their lives. And B, they're going to be bragging about their, their interest rate for the rest of their lives. And um, and then let's face it, majority of people's um, wealth is, is in their real estate. You know, my mom, who's 90 in her nineties right now, I, I hate to think that if her and my dad hadn't owned real estate, it would have been, you know, a, a mess. Uh, absolutely that keeps, right. That keeps them going, you know? It, a absolutely right. And I, I, Joe, you touched on, you said, Hey, look, our marketplace is up 5%, right? And I, from a country perspective, we, we've been rising for literally 98 straight months. So, yeah. uh, and next year, NAR, Fannie, Freddie, MBA, they all think that 2021 is going to continue to rise. In fact, they think it's going to be a much better real estate market than 2020 is. And yeah. so to your earlier point, I would just, I would sit down with a real estate professional right now. Uh, so just as I, I'll just tell you guys something, I refied my house here that I know I will be in for at least another five to seven years when I put my kids through school. But rates are at a spot where if you talk to your real estate professional about what you can afford, that 5% increase, what happens have you right now where rates are at you're talking about saving hundreds maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars over a lifetime of a loan in 30 years even 20 years for where rates are at right now so i think you're absolutely right where it's a generational opportunity here and again you know it it goes back to People need and want shelter because so much of their life, especially right now, and I think going forward into this new norm, as Stephanie said, is going to be wrapped up in their homes. Yeah. So, Steph, can you can you let us? You got another question? You got more? Well, I, he's kind of he's. There's been a couple of things that Mike said that has led me to my next question, so I'm just going to ask it. But I, Mike, I asked this question to almost everybody that we've interviewed and, and had on this show. 
Um, but you know, once COVID hit for the last three months, you, your team has had to kind of totally transform um, how you guys are operating. Granted, a lot of times you guys are out on the road anyways, but what it would be like one or two things that you guys have, you know, been forced to adjust over the last few months that have been super successful and you can see yourself implementing and how you operate your business moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll just give you a quick example of what we're doing right here. I mean, let's be, let's be honest, right? I mean, you know, uh, the last time I was with you guys was, well, outside of in LA at 121, right? Was, sure. was in your backyard where I was staying at the Fullerton Marriott and, you know, traveling up and down and had to get on a plane in order to have the same conversation. And I think, you know, this is something I've been able to touch uh, you know, and, and have conversation with so many professionals across our Century 21 system, not just from New Jersey to California, but from New Jersey to China, uh, from New Jersey to Spain, to Portugal, to Mexico. Um, so it's been a real opportunity for me to do a lot of business this way. Now, I look, I, I, I yearn for and can't wait for the day to be able to sit down with you guys and have a lunch together again, right? I am I, a human being and I crave that social interaction. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I've become really, really efficient and effective in this meeting. And I, I've talked to hundreds of real estate agents who, you know, uh, might be traveling the busy roads of Fullerton, California from one side of, you know, the city to the other it takes an hour to get there and back to the office in order to make a listing presentation. And they're doing it just like this over zoom in a virtual environment and still doing business. So, um, you know, I think we, as Joe said earlier, we've, we've really pushed ourselves outside of our comfort zone and figured out new ways to be effective and efficient through technology and be able to conduct business in a way that we never have before. So I, I think it's just these little kind of simple things, Steph. And it's totally the simple stuff. It's not like Zoom came about because of COVID, but it's just that, oh, you know, being forced to have those. Um, I, I was wigging out with, with uh, FaceTime on, on the phone, you know, totally uncomfortable. I don't want to do that. That's just weird, right? And then once this jumped on, it's like no better communication way uh, at this point, um, unless we're, of course, face-to-face. -face. That's always the best. Yeah. So, Mike, you've also, um, you know, mentioned that you do are getting some more opportunities to speak to our international affiliates and what's going on internationally. What are they seeing in their, in their marketplace on a global yeah, so I, I think it's the same here in the U.S. Steph is that the ones that went really hard into this, like China, like Portugal, like the U.K. Um, when things started loosening up and you got the health issue under control, like we have in a lot of the the major states across this uh, across the U.S., things really have sped up and and gotten back to normal. So you know, I, again, I I think we're a, a resilient economy and a resilient industry that you know again people people need us they they need housing they want housing um and it means as i said a lot more than it has in the past um i gave you the china example i mean they're, they're back to you know where they were pre uh covid altogether so 
Um, I, I think it's been a, a good news story all the way around. Uh, we just got to make sure that as real estate professionals, I know you're going to talk a lot about this topic, but as real estate professionals, we're doing it with safety top of mind, right? Because the last thing we want to do is put ourselves, obviously, or a consumer in danger. I'll, I'll tell you just a quick story. You're going to like this one. I talked to one of our top Century 21 agents here in New Jersey, um, a guy, Harry Mesh. And he basically, he's an older gentleman. He's in his you know, mid-70s. And he said to me, hey, you know, look, I've, I'm, I'm still doing a ton of business. He took 17 listings last month. And he basically said to me, like, I'm not going to people's houses and visiting with them. Um, I'm doing it all virtually and online. And then, uh, you know, somebody from my team will go or they'll get pictures sent from, uh, you know, the consumer. And so he was going up against one of the uh, top agents in the marketplace. And the homeowner is a, a, a big sale, a uh, million plus, And they said, Hey, you got to come to my house to visit and see the property. He said, No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to put you at harm. I'm not going to put myself at harm. He said, Well, you know, one of the uh, top agents, so-and-so, uh, said the same thing. But when we told him he has to come here to get the listing, he came out. He said, well, I'm not coming out, and who? And I'm sticking to my guns. And who would you rather have negotiating for you when we're in the middle of a bidding war, me or him? And so he wound up winning the listing but not even going. So, um, you know, it, there's, there's definitely a new way to do business, and we can all do it, but we just got to do it safely. And that's key. And, and moving just from a California standpoint, because every every state is different and every county is different. Like I know um, our friend Adam in Michigan, you know, he had a heck of a time because they were considered not essential. And, you know, luckily in California, we were always essential. Um, but we still, you know, are being mandated by the state for a lot of different things, not even like association wise. It's the government that's saying what we can and cannot do. Um, so just and I think, Steph, that's why it's important to deal with a real estate professional like you guys who are so up to speed on government regulations and what's happening, not just in your local market, but even if you're buying across county, because those, those rules could be different. Yeah, and Orange County, the LA counties, different rules too, and, and we neighbor a lot of um, LA county cities. Um, but you know, open houses, we still can't do open houses. So, you know, some states across are seeing a 50% drop in open houses or national, nationally, we're seeing a 100% drop. <laughs> we should be. Um, but yeah, open houses are, are a huge no, no, just reminding everybody to, to go see the virtual tours. Um, masks are still required. Uh, cleaning the house in between each and every showing is a requirement um, right now that we're seeing as well. So it's, it's real and, and monitoring the amount of people going through the home. And so, um, you know, California Association of Realtors has done a fantastic job of um, digesting everything that Cal OSHA and the, and the government has put out and has made some great, they call them guidelines, but they're really the mandatory rules we have to follow um, to make sure that, you know, not only are, are the real estate agents safe and healthy, but first and foremost, our clients are. And, and that's through, the proper channels that, you know, we've been pushing out for the last couple months just to make sure everybody's okay. So Joe, what else? Well, I think that um, just to focus in on that, and then I want to get into more of the specifics on that step, which is, you know, we're doing a tremendous amount of um, virtual open houses, yeah, virtual showings. Um, and it's, it's just, and our ability as practitioners has really increased um, to be able to do those open houses. I mean, if you can do a virtual open house over in, in you know, Fullerton at, at 10 o'clock in the morning and run that from 10 to 10 to, 
you know, 12, and then you can go over to, you know, Brea or another side of town, Fullerton, and do another one. Um, it's really uh, increased our effectiveness as, as that. And, you know, not to, you can't put signs out, you can't do anything. So you're just basically moving from one spot to another. And we've really been able to assist each other in, in the office and, and getting folks to be able to do that really, really nicely. Um, but what I'd really like to find out from you, Steph, um, is the, the California Association of Realtors has really, and you talked about it earlier, has really pivoted nicely and, and put in a lot of protection um, forms, addendums, all this stuff that we've got to get taken care of before we can do anything. And it's really A, to protect the client, the buyer, the seller, ourselves, the, I mean, uh, we've got, go ahead. Yeah. We, I mean, one of the mandatory forms that came out and this came out, you know, very early on, I think maybe a week into everything. Yeah. Um, again, we were always considered essential. Um, but one of the mandatory forms is a property entry advisory and declaration to where every single person going into the property, regardless of who they are. So if it is a home inspector, if it is an appraiser, if it is an agent um, needs to fill one of these out, essentially acknowledging that they don't have any symptoms of COVID. Sellers are filling one out as well. Um, but it's, it's little things like that forms that are, are just, you know, everybody says it disclose, 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 and you'll be fine. And that's really what we're being forced into in such a positive way. I say forced, but you know, in a, in a good way to uh, where it's beneficial for everybody. There's new, a whole bunch of forms in the library of CARs um, related to COVID just there to address issues or what if you're in escrow and you either maybe lose your job because of COVID and you can no longer afford um, a loan or you are put on sick leave because you have symptoms of COVID. There's all these forms that are designed to assist the consumer and making sure that um, they're never like stuck in something that, you know, of, of this unforeseen pandemic, um, we'll kind of put them into the corner. So it's the consumer is very protective these protected these days if your realtor is using the, the correct forms. So that's yeah, a mouthful. Nice. Well, well, it is a mouthful. Very well said. Um, so what else, Steph? What else is going on in the in the market today that you see? I mean, we're getting and Mike, you said it earlier. The you know the V the V curve um, getting us out of this thing. Um, and we're seeing the results of that right now. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, if you're in that marketplace, it's just like, you know, we've got, it's a lot. And I think homeownership is not an investment. It's, it's a place to, um, to build tradition. It's a place to be, it's a place to build equity. Um, it's, it's a place to where, you know, you celebrate the holidays together, the Thanksgivings, it's tradition and all of that. Um, you know, your investments is a separate bucket. You know, that's another bucket. It could be real estate. It could be whatever, you know, stocks, bond, whatever. But, you know, your home is just truly, a, and you're either going to, you're either going to pay your own mortgage or somebody else's. <laughs> you might as well pay your own. Yeah. You I know, think the I, point that Steph made earlier was, sorry, Steph, but, but you, you know, whether it's knowing your market and, and what's happening from a statistical standpoint and an affordability standpoint, or more importantly, how to keep people safe standpoint, 
you got to go to somebody who's trusted and knows the community like your best real estate professional. So I think that's a great point that you were trying to make. Thanks. You, I, you said it way better than I, <laughs> it's like stumbling through it, but it's, it's true. We, we have talked about the cream of the crop and it's, it's, it's so, I'm not going to lie. It's very difficult to stay up to date on all these constant changes as our entire country, entire world are, are figuring out how this is going to shake out and what it's going to look like. Everything from the school system to, you know, what you can and can't do at a grocery store. So, you know, it's, it's staying up to date and staying knowledgeable. People ask me all the time, new agents will come in and sit down and, and ask constantly, just like they ask you, I'm sure, what do I need to do to be successful? Um, not only is it having a good ethical core, but it also comes down and taking care of your clients, but it comes, it simply comes down to being the most knowledgeable realtor out there, you know, and that comes with stats that comes with, you know, all the constant changes and staying up to date. And is it excessive right now? Yeah, it really is. But it's, it's that stuff that you need to know. So your, your clients, again, it's all about the consumer, that your clients are confident you know, even though they're filling out 10 extra forms right now, but they know that they're filling them out for their safety and for the safety of others and that you are the one to guide them through the transaction from start to finish and then beyond. So. Exactly. Exactly. Like you said, the consumer experience. Yep. That's all it is. Um, so if, yeah. we look at, if we look at Fullerton just for, for a second and just focus in on that central North Orange County area, um, our pending sales um, year to date um, through May, so this is this is really recent activity, is off five uh, percent. Closed sales are up four and a half percent. So that's year to date through five compared to last year. Our median sales price is up six percent, almost six and a half percent, and the average price uh, is up five point three percent, and that's on single families. If we look at, at, at the condominium townhouse, our pending sales are off about 7%, um, and our closed sales are up 2%, and sales prices median is up seven point, almost 7.5, and average is almost 6.5. And, and I like average better than I do median because it, average seems to be a better number for me, mm -hmm. just math, mathematically. Um, but it's it's pretty amazing how the market is is not only rebounding, but – um, everything that this, you know, the economy in general, the, the stock market, you know, you look, the only thing, the only thing that's going down that's really, really, really good are gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Mike, any last words that you would like to share with anybody that is watching either consumer agent or both? Yeah, I mean, I, I think from an agent perspective, I think, you know, make make sure you're, again, to your point, staying up on what's happening in the market, whether it's the metrics Joe was just talking about, or how to safely, ethically, and legally conduct business, because the last thing you want to do is put you or your consumers at risk in any way, legally or from a health perspective. Um, so, so that's absolute. And then number two is, as Joe said, like, just get out there and work, you know, get out there and stay in contact with consumers, with home buyers, with home sellers. The people who are out there right now are very serious about transacting business. Um, but there's also a lot of people who are probably on the fence who might be thinking about it, who, you know, want a different home gym or home office. Like, 
you know, I, I just heard my dance studio upstairs pounding on the floors here. Like I could use a different home office and not, you know, if the right one came along, maybe I'd be interested. So make sure you're staying out there talking to home buyers and sellers and doing the activities every single day. Don't pretend this is a snow day or vacation. Keep at it. As Joe said, the back half of the year, or maybe it was you, Steph, like, uh, you know, I think, June, July, August will be our new spring selling season, if you will. So stay after it. We're going to have an awesome end to the year. And then from a consumer perspective, I'd say, you know, again, make sure that you're working with a real estate professional who gets it, who understands all the guidelines, who can one, because consumers have three questions right now. What's my home worth? What kind of affordability do I have from a mortgage rate perspective? And can I do this safely? And if you stay with the right real estate professional, they'll use technology and their ability to Sherpa you through the process because they've done this a bunch of times following what Stephanie said are the guidelines for each state or county in order to make sure that you do it safely. So again, it all comes down to that experience and what we're providing as real estate professionals. Definitely. I do want to know what a, a snow day is though. I'm not. <laughs> you guys don't have them there, right? <laughs> No, but we've been, I mean, it's definitely not a vacation time um, by any means. And I'm so, so proud of our Century 21 Discovery agents because they just have been pushing through and being more involved than ever. So if you guys are watching, you guys rock. So thank you. Um, Joe, any last words from you? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, you know, Mike and, and everybody out there, um, I don't know what I would do if it wasn't for, you know, Stephanie and being my partner and, and, you know, our chief operating officer. And she's been able to, she really took the reins at getting us out front, you know, then there's two levels, you know, somebody had to stay behind and, and run the company. And then somebody had to get out there and, and really figure out what are the changes coming at us? How do we, how do we communicate and, and cascade that information down to our agents and, and the folks that really are putting it together um, and just relentlessly um, doing that um, every day. And I mean, we got to the point where, Oh God, can we talk about something other than COVID? Um, and we had our sales meeting last week and we spent the majority of it catching up on all the stuff that was not COVID involved. Um, so Steph, I just, Hey, thanks. Nice job. You've really kept us. I really believe that she has kept us way far in front of the crowd. Um, as far as that information is going and then the ability of our realtors, uh, at Century 21 discovery who really latched onto that. Um, and are using it to, to their ability, to the best of their ability. And, you know, that really gives all of us great confidence and really gets back to the, to the consumer and our customer and client again, which is they really are the most important thing in the whole transaction, period. Um, and uh, we're able to provide that and, and give them. And then it's like we tell them, you know, you don't have to know everything about this particular form, but if you know this thing exists and you know that there's something important about it, you can always pick up the phone and call Steph or me and we'll answer that question for you. And it's there. So Steph, thanks. Nice job. Thank Joe, you. you know, you know what you said, and I've been saying to everybody is that great leaders communicate, they add certainty and they bring confidence. And certainly I know Stephanie and you both do that for your entire community, not just your real estate professionals, but all of the people throughout the community in Fullerton. So thank you guys for everything you do. Well, thanks, Mike. Our community is, is uh, the, the most important thing to us. And Speaking for me personally, I like to run fast. So you give me a challenge and I'll just keep running with my blinders on and, and keep going. So 
Um, a gazelle. <laughs> or a gazelle. Or giraffe. Either one is fine. Uh, all righty. Anything else from either one of you guys? I'm good. That's it, guys. I appreciate the opportunity to be in front of you guys, and uh, it's always a pleasure. Just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you guys Thank you, so much. And thanks, Mike, for uh, spending your afternoon with us. We appreciate your time. Charge on, guys. Charge yeah. on. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and then share it with someone you think will benefit from it.